0: The new Mishnah that wraps onto our daf, starting on yesterday's daf, teaches a halacha that if a sukkah is built on top of a ship, it's going to be a valid and kosher sukkah. The Gemara in Amad Aleph points out that not everyone agreed with this, and our Mishnah was reflecting the opinion of Rabbi Kiva, while Rabbi Gamliel invalidated such a sukkah. The Gemara tells us a story about these two great Tanai, these two great Torah giants, scholars of the generation, who were once traveling by ship, And it was sukkahs. Rabbi Akiva built a sukkah on the ship. And the next day a wind came and blew the sukkah away. Rabbi Gamliel turned to his colleague and said, Akiva, where is your sukkah? Where's your sukkah now? Kind of thing. So the Gemara goes on to explain the reason for Rabbi Gamliel that a sukkah on a ship is no good is because he's of the opinion that a sukkah should be a permanent residence. a diras Keva. And a sukkah on top of a ship can fall from there it's not permanent. It can't stand against a typical sea wind. Arbikiva says sukkah diras arai beinan. We only need a sukkah to be an impermanent structure, temporary structure. And the minimum strength it needs is to stand against a typical, a typical wind that one would find on the land. Even if it's not able to stand against a sea wind, if a sea wind could topple it, that's a different story. We can find a parallel to this halacha in the area of halakas neros for Shabbos and Hanukkah, lighting candles on Chanukah, the the Shilte Giborim, in the second parakel of Masechah Shabbos, which has the Dapim of Hilchos Chanukah, the laws of Chanukah, notes from the Ri'az, from the Rishonim, that we have the concept of Kavta in Zakukla. What happens is the candles get extinguished before the time runs out. So let's say the candles have to be lit for 30 minutes, and five minutes in, a wind comes along and the candles get blown out. In Zakukla means you do not have to light it again by the candles of Chanukah. Nevertheless, the minimum shear of oil, the minimum amount of oil, needs to be present in the cup with potential to fulfill the mitzvah of Adlaka, to be able to light the the candles for the mitzvah of Hanukkah. And if it was lit, if it was if it was extinguished, if if it was if the candles were lit in an area that's windy and then it goes out, it needs to be rekindled, where there's no wind uh, in that place, because lighting it in a windy area that's akin to not actually having the sufficient amount of oil inside of the cup to begin with. So this insight is brought in the post by the Bach, Simon Taf Rishayin Beis, and also Magin Avra, Over there, same simon in Sif Katan Kaf Hay. So the question is whether or not a second bracha must be made. Do we go back to relight it? So the question is how do we view that lighting? Do we view the lighting as if it's the first time you're lighting, something like uprooting what you originally did and therefore you should light with a bracha because it's like the first time you're doing it or it's more like a penalty of chazal. It went out, you got to go back and do it again but it's just going through the motions a second time so you wouldn't make a bracha. So There's different opinions on this. The Ginas Vradim in Shalaset Shuv's Gan HaMelech Mem Gimel says that if if the light was in a place with a regular wind and it goes out one must relight with a bracha. This Pesach of the Ramah Tafresh Mem See, base, and he compares it to a sukkah built in a windy area. What's the halacha? A person's not yodsey if a person builds a sukkah in such an area with that sukkah. So, this means that we're uprooting that lighting because what would be the point? What would be the point of Hanukkah without a lit light? Then you have the Knesset sagdola in Tavre and Gimel says the opposite. The mitzvah of Hadlaka has been done. So, there's no new blessing that's going to be required, but you should relight. There's a third perspective. From Shlomo Kluger, Shlomos Shivas El or a Chaim Shin Ayin You don't even relight at all. What's his proof? Our You have put in the sufficient oil, and something external is is causing it to extinguish. But the candles are certainly considered lit, as in the parallel by the sukkah on top of the ship. Built the sukkah, the sukkah there can last. It happens to be of an external factor. That's the wind that causes it to topple over. My takeaway is all about hishtadlus, it's all about the effort. We're here on this earth, in this one life that we're given, to put in our best efforts. Hashem is going to decide what the results are going to be. We put in the oil, Hashem enables the fire to burn bright and inspire the world.